2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.
3: Starts right now. All right,
2: welcome in, guys.
3: Uh, Morning. Got some weather out there. Dense fog advisory until 1 o'clock. Pretty thick, kind of blanketing the whole area. Mm -hmm. Uh, Usually, you know, we'll have fog in a few spots, but... It seems to be covering a good portion of the tri-states. So just be aware of that as you're heading in this morning, although it did seem like traffic was light, unless I just couldn't see them. That's <laughs> possible, too. Uh, but a foggy and wet start to the day. Scattered showers and downpours later this evening. We'll see a high around 57. Right now it's 55. Coming up, John Stewart is coming back to The Daily Show. Is Coachella still cool? And nursing home residents in Baltimore have suggestions for Taylor Swift when she visits for the game this
2: weekend, and we're going to share those with you. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
4: 25, dense Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
2: Surgery
3: has advisory till one, foggy wet starts the day and then scattered showers and downpours later this evening. We'll see high around 57, right now 55. Uh, we got nursing home residents in Baltimore making some suggestions for Taylor Swift, when she visits for the game this weekend. Nice. Is Coachella still cool? We'll get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin the Sour Z news with John Stewart this morning.
1: John Stewart returning to The Daily Show to host Monday nights through this year's presidential election. Just Monday nights. Just Monday nights. One night a week. It's going to start on February 12th. Uh, the remainder of the week, it's going to be hosted by a team of correspondents. So an executive is saying John Stewart is the voice of our generation and we are honored to have him return to help us all make sense of the insanity and division roiling the country as we enter the election season. Mm. He said in our age of staggering hypocrisy and performative politics, John Mm. is the perfect person to puncture the empty rhetoric and provide much needed clarity with his brilliant wit.
3: Yeah, he's hilarious.
1: He is. He is sharp. So he was the host for 16 years, 1999 till 2015, when Trevor Noah took over. So he's Papa. We're going to see him again at yeah. least one night a week.
3: Wow, that's great. Uh, Kevin Spacey is slowly trying to reintegrate himself into society. But his next step is an appearance at an event that might be a little too on the nose. <laughs> what do you mean, Jeff? Well, Kevin Spacey's appearing next month at a horror convention called (laughs) Mad Monster Party in Concord, North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. He will spend the weekend of February 16th through the 18th signing autographs and posing for photos and, I don't know, possibly getting the stink eye from convention goers. I'm not really sure how that's going to go, but he'll be joined by Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips, John Schneider and Tom Wopat from The Dukes of Hazard. Oh, that's that's fun. quite a lineup.
4: <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. What a uh, interesting mixture. What a broad
1: reach of people.
3: <laughs> and then, uh, and then that buff oiled up sax player from The Lost Boys.
1: Now he was completely he was he was found not guilty of everything he was being accused of. Isn't that true?
3: I believe so. Yes.
1: And did he ever? I mean, did he ever say yes? I had these relationships, and yes, they were. Uh...
3: I, I don't recall. I I I think there were. Uh, I I don't remember the details, so I don't want to speak out of turn, but. Uh... I guess Kevin was in the movie Seven, which is a bona fide horror oh, God, flick. Yeah,
1: that was an <gasps> awful movie. Oh, I forgot. Terrible that movie. He was a, that was oh, an excellent yeah. movie, At the Jen. End when Brad Pitt opens the box and it's his wife's head in the box. Right. That
4: is horrible. That's still one that I can go back and watch, though, and still be like,
3: uh, oh. But even these shows that call themselves horror cons will take pretty much any celebrity these days. The the Mad Monster people said, Kevin Spacey is one of the most sought-after actors in the celebrity appearance space. We couldn't be more excited to have him. Uh, Kevin added, amongst the many things that I've learned in the past handful of years is how much my fans actually care about me. I know I can't thank each one of them individually, but this is a great step towards doing just that.
1: I you know, and I'm trying to also remember it. I'm just finding this very interesting that how quickly we forget all of the details of everything that anybody's ever been accused of. You know, (laughs) well, I I don't remember if he had any, um, any former actors that he had worked with that came forward and said Kevin's a great guy. I don't believe any of this, or if people just started distancing themselves from him.
3: I remember the allegations got the whole production shut. It was just allegations.
1: Yeah. He got fired from.
3: From the, uh, House of Cards. Yeah. Which effectively ended the show.
1: It did one more season with Claire.
3: Yeah. But he but he had the, uh, the incident that he was accused of that took place on Cape Cod, Massachusetts.
4: That one was the dismissed. Underage guy. That was
3: dismissed. Right. Yeah.
4: And then the big one was over in London. He had. Um. Like nine counts of sexual assault and different things like that. And all of that was found not guilty, not guilty. by a jury in Britain of nine counts of sexual assault.
3: Yeah. Not but I don't remember anybody coming
4: out and having yeah. his back.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't either. So I'm, I'm wondering, I wonder how Hollywood is, if they are welcoming back with opening arms. Or if they're trying to keep him at a distance or...
3: Well, I, I think what didn't help him is he has a reputation for being a real kind of introvert, sort of loner.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, don't think he's got a ton of friends, not like the most social guy in Hollywood. Yeah. So
1: w- whether lie. or
3: not that played into it, I don't know.
1: Right. Right. Or it's well, it's hard for people to have your back if they don't
3: if they don't feel like they know you that
1: well or feel connected. Yeah, but don't you feel like he would have been really close to the people
4: on House of Cards? I mean, they work together season after season after season. I mean,
3: we all it's a work environment.
1: Yeah, we all have that coworker that just kind of isn't really super engaged.
3: And you don't know what they're doing in, in their off time.
1: I <laughs> have no idea what they're doing in their I off time. I never would have thought Jeff was doing <laughs> that. Oh, who, would, who would have
5: guessed?
3: Hey now. <laughs> we should probably take a break here though, because we got a bunch of other stuff we want to get you caught up on as well. Coachella. Anybody going? You know anyone who's going? No. Is it still cool? Is it still a thing? We'll get to that here shortly, but first, Denise Johnson has your latest track. This is
2: the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
4: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this
3: is Chris
7: Jenner.
4: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: Hire 19,000 new workers to handle this year's burrito season. It's hard to believe it's already here. I still haven't taken down my decorations from chalupa season. And now... I'm- Chemists have set a new Guinness record for the tiniest, tightest knot
3: composed of only 54 atoms. They say the most challenging part of getting the knot tied was shrinking down a teeny little Boy Scout.
2: (laughs) The New York State Cannabis Control Board unveiled the first rules for residents to legally grow pot at home, because if people who grow weed at home are interested in anything, it's rules. (laughs) Well, listen to this. I read that there are plans to build the largest skyscraper in the U.S. in Oklahoma. Finally, a building for all the wolves and bears that need office space. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Is
3: the Coachella Festival still cool? The reason I ask is ticket sales have been the slowest in 10 years.
1: Well, who's playing? I mean, uh, the only act I can remember hearing anything about is there was going to be a No Doubt reunion. And Doja Cat.
3: Yes, Jen. Oh, Doja Cat. The return of No Doubt.
1: That's not bringing them in? (laughs) Guess not.
3: (laughs) Looks like not even the return of No Doubt has people excited enough to go. Uh, Passes are still available for the second and third tiers for Weekend 1 and at every tier for Weekend 2. And they've been on sale since last Friday. Mm. In recent years, it would sell out within minutes or at the very least within hours. Uh, But the Coachella website is also allowing people to purchase up to eight passes compared to two in previous years. Uh, The other headliners include Lana Del Rey. uh, You mentioned Doja Cat and Tyler, the creator. Okay.
1: Well, there you go. Yeah. All right, so what celebrity said this? My giant boobs and my body opened doors for me. They were my passport to the world.
3: Sophia Vergar.
1: Yes. Oh, it was? Wow,
3: that was just a guess.
1: Did she really say that? <laughs> yes. She said, there are women who are prettier, younger, who have bigger breasts and a better body than me, but I'm still around because I have demonstrated that I can stay. If you only see my boobs, that's your problem. So she's got a new movie or a new uh, limited series coming out. She plays the leader of a Colombian drug cartel. It's called Griselda, and it just it's hitting Netflix today.
6: I saw the preview for it, and uh, it looks really cool. And I think the Narcos director had mm-hmm. something to do with it, or the producer from that show. It's yeah. on Netflix.
4: Mm-hmm. You said mm-hmm. yes. Well, that's good. I'll be have to tune in.
6: Like she's a single a single mom raising her kids, but on the other side, she's like this powerful Colombian drug lord. drug lord. Yeah.
4: Well, raising kids is expensive, <laughs> yes, well, she's supposed to get them through college That's right. You do what you're good at. That's gonna be perfect <laughs> to see her be like a badass though. so It'd we're be so, kind of fun. We're so used to like just loving her as Gloria on modern family and totally off subject. um Jeff, I meant to tell you this I forgot. I finished the crown yesterday, yeah. Ah, uh, it I was know. so, the last episode was so well done. So great. If you haven't watched The Crown, A, get on board, and B, it just, it really brought everything to a great end. Like, yeah. you know how a lot of times shows get slack because they don't they end the rails, well, yeah. right? they're just like, what just happened? But the yeah. way that they do the ending of The Crown, it was it's
3: so good. very well done. Yeah, that's one of my favorite shows of all time. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. One of them, anyway. Uh, The Chiefs play the Ravens for the AFC Championship this weekend. The game is in Baltimore, and it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that Taylor Swift is going to be there. With that in mind, residents of the Brightview White Marsh Assisted Living Facility made a (laughs) TikTok to let Taylor know what she can do while she's she's in their city. Yes. Uh, Their suggestions included the the Inner Harbor. Okay. Is it there? Yeah.
4: That's a great place. I've been to Baltimore shops. for a Bengals game. Yeah. So that's a great place. The Inner Harbor also has those. Uh, oh, they have a
6: really cool aquarium there.
4: Well, and they have a water taxi that you can go back and forth.
3: There, yes, there is the local aquarium and Jimmy's famous seafood if you can get in. Mm-hmm. I think Taylor, Taylor could, could probably get do. in if she wanted to. <laughs> yeah. uh. And then at the end of the video, an employee at the facility tells Taylor that she must visit Brightview White Marsh Assisted Living Facility.
4: Oh, my Huge. gosh. I hope she goes. That would
3: be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: You so know, cute. they have a really delicious little Italy area there too, Jeff, where they have all these little Italian restaurants right next to each other, and the food is amazing.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: It's
3: okay. Really cool city.
1: I wonder how many of these things, when people do this kind of stuff, uh, get to Taylor. Get all, I mean, is she going to hear about these little old people? What are the odds that... This will make it all the way to her, and she's at least aware of it.
3: I think the odds are high because that story came from People Magazine.
1: Ah, uh, maybe. So, you if know, it's going to at least pop up on her attention. radar. Yeah.
3: Whether or not she'll actually show up. They'll take the time well, to show up. Probably not, but, yeah. but does she know?
4: I think her publicist's right. name, her name is Tree. Like, that's her real name is Tree. And I think that she briefs her. On certain things, yeah,
3: yeah. yes, and that Inter- might be one of them. Yes, yeah. How do you feel about visiting a nursing home facility? <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. okay. What
1: do you think? You am
4: could- just
3: putting it out. It's just you know, it's getting some traction. I just might be kind of sweet. Run it by you.
1: Might be kind of cute. Get some good yeah. pub out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: I saw two of you guys on the Jason and Travis podcast. They talked about Jason ripping his shirt off at the game. And um, how his wife kind of felt about the whole thing and everything like that. And Jason Kelsey essentially was like, look, Kylie knew I was going to do it. But she was kind of like, don't you dare. We are meeting with Taylor. Like, don't you dare. He's like, Kylie, I'm doing it. It doesn't matter. (laughs) And it does seem to be like that. I'm not going
3: to change my behavior for my brother's.
4: girlfriend Girlfriend, yeah yeah and it does seem to be like that was the first time that they had ever met i don't know
1: how that is even possible yeah
4: because she was like don't you dare we're meeting taylor and the cutest part about the whole thing is at the end because uh travis kelsey goes yeah tay loved you guys you know everybody's freaking out because he calls her tay Mm. which i thought was cute
3: uh, on the same topic, Travis threw up heart hands after scoring his first touchdown against the Bills last weekend. You may have seen that. He blew and, a
1: kiss first. He blew a kiss and then heart hands.
3: Yes. And contrary to popular belief, they weren't for his girlfriend, Taylor Swift. Uh, they were for angry Bills fans, which I picked up on immediately. Uh, like, I... I, you could
1: feel it. It didn't feel like a love. It felt more like a Oh, yeah. It, it
3: was a total yeah. F you. Yeah. Right. Oh. Uh, he told his brother, Jason, on the podcast that the Bills Mafia, he felt they were disrespectful and rowdy to the Chiefs before the games. Uh, Bills Mafia is what the diehard fan base call themselves. Travis says some things were said about the family. Some pretty inappropriate things were said about Pat Mahomes. Uh, he said it was pretty whack. I don't hate on you guys like you hate on us. It's all love, baby. It's all love. Yep. Chiefs beat the Bills twenty seven to twenty four and uh again they go on to play Baltimore Sunday.
4: I would also like to note that the change of heart that Travis Kelsey has had about people kind of razzing him because remember how anti Cincinnati Bengals fans he was when we kind of razzed him. Yep. And now he's all heart hands. So maybe Taylor is having a very softening effect. He's on taking
3: him. a different approach.
4: I think he might be. He mm. said you gotta spread that love. Well, that's all I've got.
2: This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Mikey.
3: Hey, how are you? Pretty good. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you? I can't
1: complain. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could, but you choose not to. Yeah, nobody would listen anyway. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's just how it seems to go, doesn't it? All right, so here's the deal. I'm going to give you three headlines here. One of them is real. The other two are fake. And if you can pick out the real one, you're going to go see Dracula. Okay? All right. All right. Playhouse in the park. So here we go. Is the real one Man steals boss's car to go on coffee run and drives it into lake. Is it B, a guy stole his father-in-law's life savings and went on a spending spree? Or C? woman finds her husband's secret stash and buys herself a Mercedes?
0: Uh, total guess, but I'm going to go with B. I thought he said B.
1: Did he say B? Did you say B I thought I like thought he, said I said B, yeah. he said B, yeah. All right, well, then you're a winner. <laughs> Good oh, pick.
3: Yeah, we've seen people get back together again, even after a divorce. But I don't know how you bounce back from this one. A guy in central Pennsylvania is facing charges after he stole his father-in-law's life savings and went on a spending spree. Wow, that's horrible. The son-in-law is 29-year-old Andrew Booker. He is from Altoona, about halfway between Pittsburgh and Harrisburg. Anyway, last February, he called the cops to report a break-in and claimed that someone had stolen his father-in-law's safe that had $2 million inside.
1: $2 million? How do you have that much money? Wow.
3: Not a good decision.
0: Is that, like, a thing?
3: They were immediately suspicious, so they kept an eye on him and noticed he started making some large purchases (laughs) shortly after the theft. I mean, even though this guy had been unemployed, he somehow managed to buy new ATVs, a brand new Harley. Yeah, he's not real bright. He'd also go buy stuff for $30 but pay with a $100 bill and tell him to keep the change. He always paid in cash, and that's what turned out to be his undoing. His father-in-law had been saving up for decades. Most of the money was in older-style bills employees at the stores confirmed he used old bills mm-hmm. and said they smelled musty Oh no! turns out andrew and his wife were in the middle of a divorce when all this went down mm. and he used a bunch of money to i guess uh lavishly spend on his new girlfriend oh god he got arrested last month for theft and a bunch of other charges. His new girlfriend also got arrested because it turned out she knew where the money came from.
1: Uh, of course she did.
3: Thankfully, it sounds like the police will be able to recover most of it, but in under a year, he blew through at least $140,000. Oh, my god! Could have been a lot could worse. Could have been a lot yeah. worse. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Right. All right, 12 after 7, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. we got a classic second date update coming up for you in just a bit.
2: But first, this is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
3: Looking for a second date update. She went on a date with a guy named Seth, and we're going to try to put these two back together again. Hi, Jamie. How are you?
0: Hi, y'all. I'm all right. How are y'all?
3: We all are doing good.
0: Fabulous. So <clears throat> I met this really great guy in Bumble, and we—it was super sweet. We went out for ice cream. We both work downtown, so you know we see each other often. And one day after work, we met at Graders, and it. <laughs> All pun intended, it went great. And we spent probably like maybe a little over an hour together. And we're talking. The conversation is going really well. And he is literally, and for me personally, checking all the boxes off. So lots and lots in common. No awkward moments. You know, it's just flowing. We're smiling, laughing. And it was such a very open-ended and honest conversation you know he was willing to answer questions and me as well I felt really great about it the whole thing and we had both said we we're actually really big fans of top golf and golf in general and I suggested that we go play some top golf and he's like yeah that'd be great so I texted him the next day I'm I'm not one to like wait around like based on rules. you can't text the guy the next day, whatever. So I texted him the next day to see when he wanted to go, and he never got back to me. And I don't know what's up, but, you know, I'm kind of stuck thinking about it, you know?
3: Yeah. In, In your conversations, is he dating other people right now? I mean, you just met, so it wouldn't be completely out of the realm for him to maybe have other commitments or something, and he's just trying to see something else through. I'm just grasping at straws here. Totally
0: so he you know we're both not necessarily uh we're still you know casually seeing people it's it's an option if you will but I'm not um I'm very open to if someone were to walk in and be a more serious person and I said that um and he very much was receptive to that and he himself you know is also casually seeing people and essentially agreed for himself that at least from what I got, the gist of the conversation that he too, if someone were to meet his needs and all that other good stuff that he would then take a step back from being casual. Got it. So that's the thing where I'm just stuck on because there was such a, that mutual interest in everything. Right. So I don't know what to do. (laughs) Now
3: I will say, you know, nothing against golf. I'm sure top golf is great and it's a ton of fun. But if you had said, let's get together for another ice cream lunch, I would have been all over that. <laughs>
0: is it the date suggestion? Is that what it is? <laughs>
3: no, I'm, I'm messing with you. But I love that. We should do more ice cream dates.
0: Let's get it. Let's do a little oh, okay. ice
3: cream lunch. We'll just hang out in Fountain Square, weather permitting.
0: I totally would. I'm yeah. a big fan.
3: Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. Then when we come back, we'll call him up, see what his deal is, and whether or not there's any chance of a second date with Seth as second date update continues with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff
2: and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
3: Seth on Bumble. Seth had it easy because all he had to do was show up. They had a lovely ice cream date on Fountain Square on on a nice warm day. There seemed to be some true chemistry there. She thought, hey, let's ask this guy out again. So they made tentative plans to meet up at Topgolf. But then when she called to kind of finalize the details, that's when he went MIA. So we're going to call Seth and see what's up. Unless I left any important details out.
0: No, you did not.
3: You said it beautifully. Great, let's call him up. Hello. Hi, can we speak to Seth, please? Yeah, speaking. What's up, Seth? It's Jeff and Jenna Q102. How you doing? <laughs>
5: Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> Jeff and Jen, huh? How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. So, not to put you on the spot, but we spoke with your friend Jamie, who you went on an ice cream date, or I, I guess an ice cream lunch recently, which sounds amazing. Yes, we did. Uh, he was nice. Well, that's good.
7: hmm
6: I feel like that comment was... If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything
5: at all. Kind of, that's kind of, that's how I took his answer.
6: Yes. Yeah.
5: I mean, like she, she was really nice, but the date was just weird. It was a really strange date because I think she's obsessed with my mom. You think she's what with your mom? Obsessed with her. Obsessed with your mom. Why? Because like, I swear to God, she asked me more about my mom than she did about me. I mean, it was everything. It was. How old's your mom and where does she live? How close is that to you? Like how
1: long is she going to be around? When is she going to die? How many times am I going <laughs> to get to see her? That's what I hear when you're asking those when, when someone asks those questions. That's like the roundabout way to ask, you know. Yeah. How long am yeah. I going to have a mother-in-law And I'm, uh, uh, oh, gosh. in case
3: I don't like her? I got a completely different read on that. I was hearing that and thinking, what, is she famous or something?
6: I was thinking you learn a lot about someone by how they were raised and their mom and dad. And That's kind of how I was with. looking at
3: it. <laughs>
6: yeah,
5: It was like pretty hard for me to suss out why all these questions were coming, and you know, it was like every it was everything. Where does she work? Does she like where she works? I mean the whole thing was just super odd. Like the whole date was about my mom and I just didn't understand it.
3: And she's never met your mom. She doesn't know your mom. She hasn't heard of your mom. Yeah, right. not not as far
5: as I know, man. It was really strange.
3: Okay, well we got Jamie on the line. Let's ask her. <laughs> Jamie, what's this what's this interest in <laughs> Seth's mom? What was that about?
0: You know, it's to me, it's similar to what you, you said it's, it's you know, based on how you grew up. And it says a lot to me that your relationship with your mother, personally, says a lot about you. And, like, I want to know if she's going to be someone I can get along with. It's not a thing of uh, the opposite of, oh, I, is she going to be around? I can't stand, you know, another woman. And you're, nothing like that at all. I love moms. And I love uh, to get along with everyone, especially in a family circle, and I have personally been with guys before, and his mom and I did not gel in any way, and it's just. I not was just time. gonna ask you that. So yeah, for, there's always a history, for me. Right? For me, it's a really big concern,
3: right. and I well, that makes sense. Wanted
0: to write out of that because of that experience, kind of you know, ask that question beforehand be- mm. before it gets more serious. If it were to get serious.
1: Yeah. Now, did the question ever cross your mind, Seth, as you were sitting there with her and she's asking you all of these questions about your mom? Did you think, I wonder if my mom would like her? Do you think your mom would like her?
5: Um, I mean, I guess, maybe. And I, I sort of like, that's the problem is that I didn't really get to know her that well. I don't really know who she is because she spent the whole time talking about my mom. <laughs> that's so, so funny. <laughs> I
3: yeah, I would have loved to have gotten to know her, but we spent the whole time talking about my mom, so. <laughs> yeah, like. And I just think, I guess
5: I just wish that she would have said why she was asking those questions, right? I mean, it was just, like, the weird... It was weird the way that she kept, like, bringing her up. And it, I don't know, it made me think that she was going to start stalking my mom or something, you know?
0: Oh, my God, I was not going to stalk your mom. <laughs> not at all. No, I'm sorry. I didn't ask beforehand. I just... Or give you the full background. I was, Based on my trauma, I could not even open that floodgate, so I just immediately went for the third if you will, so I'm sorry, but that's just where it's coming from, Seth. So I do hope you'll give me another chance.
3: Yeah, how about it, Seth? I mean... And I don't ask
0: about your mom.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she seems pretty reasonable otherwise, you know? Uh, uh-huh. no,
5: I don't think so. Sorry. Oh. I, mean, yeah. I mean, it just is just weird. It just is weird. Uh, it was a weird way to begin. I can't really move on from that.
1: Isn't this Taylor Swift's big move to befriend the mom? Totally. Yeah. Are you, ta- are you taking cues from Taylor? <laughs> She's my idol. <laughs> she did it first,
0: you know? Uh,
3: well, if you're sure that we can't tempt you with free ice cream, Seth. I mean, look, that sounds great, but
5: maybe with someone else. All right. Wow. I don't want to force it.
0: Yeah. Well. <sighs> That's melted socks right
3: there. There you go. I get it. All right. Well, Seth, thanks for taking the call, man. We appreciate you at least having the conversation with us. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for calling. No
0: yeah. problem. Say hi to your mom for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. So if you need a little help with a second date update, all you have to do is send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com.
3: Have you ever asked an ex for dating advice. (laughs) That would be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, we got some numbers here from uh, Match.com's annual Singles in America study that we'll share with you coming up in a little bit. Uh, What else do we have? Where can you get a two-foot-tall chocolate bunny? Ooh, good question. Tell you where you can get that. And never use the iron in a cheap hotel. This has come up before, and... (laughs) even came up at our house
2: this is the jeff and jen morning show on q102
3: Hours e news with the annual Singles in America study released by Match.com. Uh, this is basically a look at the state of dating in 2024. This is the 13th year they've done it. The stat everyone's talking about this time, however, is 31% of singles have explored what's known as consensual non monogamy, aka. You get to sleep around.
1: Isn't that the same as having an open relationship?
3: Well, I don't know how much freedom you have in consensual non monogamy. You know, it may be on an agreed person or persons. Okay. So but we there you, may you have be to get limits.
1: You gotta get clearance first. So, so that, that's why okay. right? I sleep with this one. So you're dating someone,
4: but this is a like you're allowed to hook up then essentially
3: as opposed to a two-person relationship that you're in you and scott have agreed to a short list of people that you are okay with him hooking up with or it could just be one person that he's allowed to have on the side as long as it doesn't interfere with your relationship and you're allowed to have someone on
4: my side your
3: side yeah i mean there's a there's a dozen ways you could do this but it's, but it falls under the umbrella of consensual non-monogamy. So there's that. Um, only 49% of the respondents on Match said that a traditional two-person relationship is their ideal situation right now. Wow. How many? Only 49%. God.
1: Wow. And is that coming... And that's for single people. They're not asking married people. Are married people (laughs) included in that poll? (laughs) That could bring the numbers down. Right, yeah. If if married people are participating.
3: That's true. Uh Uh, But that said, 79%, 79% of singles and 83% of Gen Zers think they can still have a lifelong marriage at some point. So the institution is not totally dead. But here are the four most common types of non Monogamous relationships. Okay,
4: here we go. This is what I need. Definition.
3: There's monogamish. Monogamish. Ish. Monogamish. Yeah, which is not totally open, but depending on the circumstance, you can sometimes get it on with other people. Okay. Polyamory, yeah. where your relationship involves three people or more. Or more, and everybody
1: loves everybody.
3: Uh, there are open relationships where you have a committed primary relationship that just sort of openly allows romantic and or sexual activity with others. Okay. Very few limits put in place there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's swinging, where you both go out and look for other sexual partners together.
1: Get the pineapples out.
3: Yeah. So those those are the four majors okay. uh, that fall under that consensual non-monogamy Category.
4: So it's all the stuff we've already known about just under that
1: name umbrella now.
6: What about threpples? I feel like I keep getting well, that's
1: probably stories about threpples more often. That, polyamory. That's that
3: might fall under polyamory.
1: Because in the threpple, is it like one person that has two partners or is it all three of them together? You know, like if it's a dude and two chicks, are the two chicks also getting it on? Because
3: it implies I, think so. I don't know. the three I don't. of them are that's getting it on together. I don't,
6: if that's a throuple. I don't ask questions. I just know that they're always together. No,
3: but the guy we had on Second Date Update who was involved in a throuple, it was him and two women.
1: So wait a second. Were the women? Oh, that I don't know. Yeah, because that's polyamory. Why? I mean, that's everybody loves everybody.
3: Like were they together? But they he was like the only reason he was kind of part of that was because they wanted to have a kid or something, and he wasn't down. Oh well, he was. That's
1: the story he gave, but then came to find out later that he was totally into all of it. I thought
4: polyamory was more than three though. Didn't it no. have to be so it can just be three?
1: Yeah, but it's everybody loves it. Like if it were if it were you and me and Jeff in a relationship. Hey. Yeah. All three of us would sleep together sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I would just be sleeping with you. Aren't sometimes we lucky? you would just be sleeping with Jeff. Sometimes I would just well, be sleeping with the Well, the reason why everybody's I, sleeping with everybody. On the nights that I have and off. Everybody loves everybody. The two of us. polyamory. Right. Yeah, I'm
4: confused though, because when we talk about Nick Cannon, isn't he in the polyamory? But then I have the feeling when I watch Brie on Selling Sunset, she's also hooking up with other people.
1: I don't think he's in, I don't think his is polyamorous. I thought it was. Has he come out and said that it was? I thought so. I don't know. I don't
3: know. And this is not new. I mean, there have been scenarios where, uh, you know, guys, guy goes to visit his girlfriend and she's like, hey, I'm not going to be able to see her for a couple of weeks. My husband's coming home. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Sounds good. He knows about us, right? Yeah, he knows. He doesn't care, but you got to disappear for a couple of weeks. And until he goes back out on the road on business or whatever. Uh You've seen situations like that.
4: I'll check you into the Marriott.
3: (laughs) Here are a few more quick stats on what dating is like in 2024. According to the latest survey, not everyone wants sex, uh, despite what this conversation may sound like. 21% of singles out there say they don't even want a sexual relationship right now. They're open to connection, but it doesn't necessarily have to be sexual. Uh, One out of seven online daters are using AI. 43% of them have used AI to write their dating profile. 37% have used AI to craft that first text to someone. Or help come up with conversation topics on dates. That's another area that AI has been useful. And for a second year in a row now, money was voted the top obstacle for dating. Uh, the majority of single, overwhelming majority of singles, 73% say that being financially stable is the top quality they look for. It's so funny. I mean, that that this comes up on Second Date Update all the time. Mm-hmm. What did you find attractive about him? Well, he had a job and a car. <laughs>
1: For some people, man, that is if you date a bunch of people that don't have those things, those yeah. become top on your list and notable. Oh, yeah.
3: We've had women say, yeah. well, he's living with his mom still, but he does have a job and a car. So, yeah. two out of three ain't That's bad.
1: Something right. That gives you a good idea about what the pickings are like out there. Aww. Yeah. You
3: know? Uh, 64% of the singles out there are looking for someone who wants to get married. You know, if we're going to do this, if we're going to work towards something, let it be that. Only 57%, however, want a partner who wants kids. Yeah, We're seeing a dramatic decline. We've seen this decline over the past few years. The top cornerstones of a good relationship, according to the singles on Match, they say are trust, good communication. I want to make sure I know what the rules are, what the limits are communication is so key god and uh, no matter how you set up that relationship that mutual respect is always at the forefront the top mm-hmm. red flags are again poor communication mm-hmm. what i never agreed to that
1: yeah
4: that makes me wonder about keeping the relationship like all of those open things like how much communication is have is being had when you decide that you're going to do some of those outside of the relationship things.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, right. is,
4: it, is it really hardcore to find?
3: I knew of a guy who was in a relationship and, uh, they both had an agreed upon side action and he thought he was being a good communicator by being open about the side action situation. And she was like, I really don't want to hear it. Like, don't tell me I, anything. Yeah, like, I'm I'm good with us having this arrangement, but I don't want, like, let's keep them separate. Yeah, I yeah. don't
6: need to know. Right.
3: Yeah. Uh, I just need to know who you're with and, you know, basically, like, when you're with them, but beyond that, I'd rather. Re-
1: oh, but they wanted to know who it was?
3: Yeah, like, they, they first had to agree upon who the other person was. Oh, Okay.
4: But no details after that. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm going to Tina
3: tonight. That's interesting. See ya. Have fun. Exactly. You don't just not come home. Yeah. But beyond that, I don't want any details. Mm. Uh, What else? What else? What else? There's a lot of stuff in here. This is a big annual survey Match does every year. Uh, And again, if you're just joining us, this is the state of dating in 2024. So we're talking to single people. Um... The top people we turn to for dating advice in 2024 are friends first, followed by family, then therapists, and influencers.
1: You know, (laughs) depending on who your friends and family are, you may want to bump the therapist up higher on the list.
3: Yeah, I might bump therapist (laughs) up a little higher, too.
1: Yeah,
4: influencers. Wow. Mm. Did you
6: see that um, Chipotle is having a hard time getting employees, uh, especially younger employees? So they're offering uh, like eight free mental health therapy sessions as an incentive to come work for them. Oh, that's great. I I think that's a great incentive. Speaking of therapy, I like that. I was like,
1: oh, okay. Uh, All companies should do that. Totally. Really? Sure.
3: What an incentive.
1: (laughs) I just read it this morning, huh <laughs> or do you do you think that's maybe like a trick? Do you think like maybe if they when they're you're going through the interview and the employer says, Hey, one of the perks of uh of working here is you're gonna get eight free mental health sessions on us, and then they wait for the reaction because if the person gets too excited about it, maybe they're gonna take that. And use it as some kind of red flag. Oh, really? Do you think, you think so? Do you think they could be that twisted and rude? And I think they have
6: a hard, hard time and, getting people to work there. So that seems like a lot of extra
1: weeding out. That people. they're it's actually they are actually just offering up that to yeah. help. Yeah, I think so. As yeah.
3: opposed to screen. Well, and the hope is. You know, you've got employees who are working on themselves and benefiting from that in a positive way. Mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm.
4: And therapy is expensive. Let's be honest. It is. It is very expensive.
3: Yeah. Exactly. That's why I'm going to walk in there and say, hey, I heard you guys are giving away free therapy.
1: <laughs>
4: for Someone
3: who can. I mean, I'll do whatever. Yeah. Where do you want me? Uh, What else? What else? 23% of Gen Zers. And 19% of millennials say they get their dating advice from folks on TikTok and Instagram. Oh, God. So do around 10% of Gen (laughs) Gen Xers and Boomers do too, so. Yeah. One out of 10 singles have also asked an ex for dating advice. Mm. I imagine that's a situation where you and your ex are still really good friends but, you know, you're, you come to that comfortable place where you know you're not good for each other, but maybe you have kids, so you've got this great co-parenting relationship, and you can tolerate each other. Maybe you even, you know, blend the families for the holidays.
1: are you thinking like Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner kind of relationship? Right. You think that maybe the two of them oh, would have had that do conversation?
4: Do you think he asked her about getting back together with J-Lo?
3: No, but maybe Jennifer kind of weighed in and said... You know. Don't screw this up again.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the kids and I are really rooting for you. Yeah. Yeah. I
3: mean, uh, you know, I like her. I like her for the kids. Don't mess this up. Maybe. Yeah. I know. When I got into it, so after, when, after my first marriage ended, uh, there was a period of time there where, you know, after my first wife... And I had pretty much, you know, detangled ourselves from each other financially with, you know, the taxes and property and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, She took a job in Los Angeles and moved away. And I bought her condo. And uh, so shortly after she had moved, you know, a couple of months after the closing and everything was settled in, I started dating. And it was kind of one of the last phone calls I had with her. And she said, Well, she can thank me for everything she loves about you.
1: <laughs> That's why. There's this. What is the saying? <laughs> there's something about the second wife.
4: Yeah, she's going to enjoy all the things that I didn't, or something like
1: that. Uh, that I taught him. Yeah. She's going to reap the benefits of everything I taught him. Yep. Something
3: like that. Yeah. She's like, Isn't that ironic? Thank you, Alanis Morissette. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I guess, I mean, I guess the main thing is the, the, the recurring theme I see here is respect. Like, however you decide to
2: structure conduct this business. relationship
3: and conduct business within your relationship, you know, being upfront, being honest, uh, not duping the other person or yeah. leading them to believe that. You're this versus yeah. that is key.
1: Because it sucks being humiliated.
3: Yeah. And exactly how are we going to operate this? If we're yeah. not going to, you know, if we're not going to follow that traditional path. Yeah. So that's the state of dating in America in 2024, according to Match. <laughs> yeah, I wonder, like, if you went with, you know, if Plenty of Fish or... um Know, yeah a different right Hands or something were to come out with a similar survey what the results would show yeah. um speaking of datings sw- swipe rights can hit major deal breakers like finding out someone wants an open relationship because there's still plenty of people who are not into that or it could be something silly like they like anchovies <laughs> but sometimes things don't click for the smallest possible reasons People online are talking about their pettiest dating red flags. Yeah. And here are some of those highlights. Their ideal home temperature is lower than 70 degrees. (laughs) That seems pretty. I don't know (laughs) if I would call that petty.
1: I don't think that's petty at all. No
4: way. When we turned our thermostat down to 67 because it was like all those cold days in a row, I'm like, I can't live here forever. I just needed to come back. Side up. note:
6: Anyone get their Duke bill this week and go holy bleep? We got to no. we got to crank that puppy down.
4: I'm happy that one's Scott. <sighs> like we split our bills, and that's the one that I don't ever really Minus get to normally see. Normally about
6: 120 bucks, it was 300. Oh. Like how did it go up 180 dollars in it was 15 very days? Cold. Oh my
4: god! In 15 yeah. days, though. Yeah, but that's I asked hot. Scott too. I said, "Do you think it'll make a difference that we went down to 67?" And he's like, "Probably not that much." I'm like, "Ah." Oh. Mm.
3: So that can be a deal breaker for some people. Luckily, not us. Because we definitely run on different temperatures. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's another deal breaker. Anyone with just a plain mustache or without any other facial hair.
4: about that? So one way or the other. Yeah. I know Uh, it does get itchy sometimes.
3: Someone said... I got the ick from a man I was dating because I watched him run to catch a coin that had fallen and started rolling away. <laughs> that was an immediate turn off to her.
4: <laughs> he runs after money. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs>
3: you, know,
6: you know what's crazy is we're going on this trip in a couple of weeks, and I always, for all inclusives, I bring singles and fives for, yeah. like, tipping everybody, right? Well. Every year, I roll all the coins like mm-hmm. in the dashboard, in the junk drawer, in the, the laundry. in the laundry, and there were $47. That's great. But I had three dimes short of a roll. So I literally, every parking lot I've been in for the last You've week, I have been g- looking for three GD dimes. I you probably still have need some of my dimes purse. I bet yeah. we have dimes.
4: You know, that's something Scott does, too. I guess his dad, growing up, was always telling him and his brothers, like, Look in the parking lots for money. Look for money. Look for money. Because when the wind blows, it'll collect in that corner or get coins. And now they all do it. And he has taught that to Penelope. So she's <laughs> wow. like, Dad a penny. That's or dad funny. a quarter. Always. That's yeah. Mm. That's funny. Always looking for that money.
6: What other red flags we got?
3: Uh someone said, honestly, and and they weren't trying to be funny. They said, I I I wouldn't be able to date anyone with the peanut allergy because I love peanut butter
1: see again. I'm not so sure that that is uh, that's so petty. Yeah, same. Chris is
6: allergic to all nuts, but he's not uh, in the spot where
1: anaphylactic shock.
6: Well, yeah, for some of them, but, really. But he can. They can be in the room. You know, okay. like some people can't even be in the room. Right.
7: Yeah.
3: Oh man. Well, you remember Christy, who we, you and I used to work with? She couldn't even be in the same room with a nut. Yeah. You know, really. Any any kind of nut. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, and she carried around one of those. Wow. It depends. Uh, Here's someone else. I don't date anyone who's new to my city. I'm not interested in becoming someone's personal tour guide. Oh, see, I'm just the opposite.
4: Yeah, same. I love
3: showing people my city. Let me tell Mm -hmm. you all
4: of the great things we have here. Oh, my
3: God, yes.
4: Jen put this up. We put this up on the Facebook page. And Nancy said, if they have never traveled outside their state. So that kind of goes along with this, (laughs) Jeff. That's kind of her petty red flag.
3: Yeah, but see, on the other hand, if you're open and you're willing, then let's let's, let's take let's you to some places. Get adventurous. I know. So a buddy of mine is married to a woman well, she's friends of ours, but she hates traveling far away. Like she doesn't like flying. She doesn't yeah. like going far away. I know people like that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Jen Jordan. <laughs> he did convince her to go to Ireland oh, once, wow. and she actually okay. had a good time. Yeah, but, but she was like anxious. the whole travel experience and all of that was really stressful for her. And and he's got kind of a wandering spirit. Yet, I mean, they raised two kids together. They've been married for decades. They're perfect together. But that's just the one thing, yeah, man. Yeah, that'd be tough. I mean, right? I know
1: people. Well, yeah, because I, I mean, I know people. The, it is the the planning. The getting to the the packing, the getting to the airport, the dealing with everything at the airport, then when you arrive where you're going, everything that happens between the departing the plane to getting to the hotel, it just all of that is can be very exhausting and taxing on the nerves, and and especially if you've never done it before and it just all feels very new, or you've done it not very much. Yeah, it's like you know, it's old hat for you guys. You yeah. know, it's like pfft, right. no big deal. Trust me,
4: we feel it when we travel with people that are like you, like you are saying. Yeah, like we took a group of people to Mexico one time, and a couple of people had never been out of the country, and we're just like, "Look alive! Come on, keep walking. Let's go. You got to. Where's your paperwork? Get your." Da-da-da-da-da. And it was a little bit stressful because they were like you were saying they were a little antsy, they were a little hesitant. Well,
3: mm-hmm. I said to him, "I'm like that doesn't mean you can't do solo trips. I mean, I've done." solo trips before uh-huh. you could you can get out there he's like yeah, yeah. i know but i don't want i mean i kind of want to share it with her
4: see and that's how i would feel too like i'm like this let's go together uh,
3: yeah. uh let's see someone said i seriously dated three guys named dave
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: a man named dave would have to be an 11 out of 10 for me to go that route again <laughs> that's funny uh, I could never date someone with bad music taste because when they give me compliments, I think, yeah, but your taste is terrible.
5: So
4: <laughs> no,
3: I don't know that I can.
4: I don't know. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. You don't listen to Q102? You are out.
3: Uh, socks with sandals are my pettiest but also most strictly enforced deal breaker. <laughs> uh, number 10. I won't date someone who likes reality TV. Watching it on occasion. Because your multitasking is fine, but if you if you know everyone's backstories and timelines, that's a big fat N-O for me. Uh, number 11, being the youngest sibling. And number 12, if they have a, oh, the number 12 is interesting, if they have a best friend of the opposite sex.
1: Oh, yeah, red flag. Oh, man. That's funny. Mm. I don't know. I kind of like that
4: one. I like when you have the female insight. Like, if they like you and they give you all the goods on him, top notch.
6: I think it's different for everybody, but there, there is a big chunk of the population that can't deal with that.
3: Yeah. yeah. Like, how many, how many diehard Bengals fans do you think are out there that could never be with a Steelers fan? Right, quite a few. We're a a Chiefs
4: fan now. It's kind of like evolving into more and more teams that we hate.
3: Like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, right. No kidding. Like, you two could be the most compatible people. Like, you could be meant for each other in every other way except for the fact.
4: You just don't talk on game day. That's what I would do. Right. You know, divide. This
2: is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
3: Why are you getting emotional, I don't for I <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Latest stuff from Justin Timberlake right there. It's called selfish. I mean, Probably wow.
4: Because that man has had my heart since I was like 10 years old. <laughs> and you- I just was watching the video. I just shared the video on the Q102 Facebook page. And he's just dancing, and it's so nice to have him back.
3: Was it the visual That got you emotional or was it the, have you been listening to lyrics again of songs? (laughs)
4: Yeah, finally I'm tuning back into what people are actually saying. (laughs) I don't know why I got emotional. I just love it. I think it's great. So
3: that's a thumbs up on the new Justin Timberlake.
4: -hmm. Every hour coming up on the queue. No, I'm just kidding.
3: (laughs) God.
4: I do. Do you guys like it? I like it. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm like a mega fan, though. I don't know yet. I I do this with Kenny Chesney sometimes, too, when he has their music (laughs) out and he sings about like having a daughter one day, and I have a daughter now. So, of course, I'm like, he's singing to me.
3: So is that what you feel like on Selfish by Justin? Do you feel like he's singing to you?
4: Maybe. I just feel like for me when people, you know how, A, I love love. But when people put out really nice love songs and I can really feel that, I really like the feeling of that. You you related to that. It just makes me feel emotional, yeah. But I put the video up, too. He's dancing by himself. He looks so cute.
1: How old is he now? I don't even know. 40? Didn't he just turn 40? He's got to be a little older than that. I don't know. I don't know. He's got two kids with Jessica. How long have they been married? A while?
4: Uh, They've been married for a while. But, uh, Tim, what's funny is last year, I don't know if you guys know this, but Tim predicted we did, like, predictions in our New Year's uh, hot list, kind of end of the year hot list, and we talked about what were our pop culture predictions for this year.
6: Yeah, I think JT and uh, his wife are probably going to be heading towards a split.
4: Yes, and a lot of people are saying that is the reason why he released this love song to her, for her, was to kind of put a kibosh Mm. on those rumors. Mm.
1: Or a last attempt to save the relationship. Yes. To publicly, you know, announce.
4: Some people have a
1: kid to
6: save the relationship. Not a good idea. Justin (laughs) Timberlake.
4: Dances around in a room by himself. Does a love song. (laughs) There you go. I really liked it, though. So.
3: If they saw what I saw, they would fall the way I fell. Yeah. They don't know what you want, and baby, I would never tell. If they know what I know, they would never let you go. So guess what? I ain't ever letting you go. Because your lips were made for mine, and my heart would go flatline. Oh. If it wasn't beaten for you all the time.
4: Yeah, I also had some. Do you remember that song Mirror that he put out? Oh, yeah. Oh, that one also wrecked me the first time I heard it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I just like that one so much.
3: All right. Well, there it is. There it is. We'll play it again.
4: I will be listening to it <laughs> on repeat throughout the afternoon.
3: You got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 11 after 8, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We got that dense fog advisory in effect till 1 o'clock. I'm looking out the window now, and, yeah, it's uh, it's still really heavy out there, and it's really not expected to clear up until, again, lunchtime. That's why the advisory goes till 1. So a foggy and wet start to the day, and then scattered showers and downpours later this evening. We'll see a high around 57. Uh, let's see, right now we're at 55. Q102. Uh, so Costco is apparently selling a giant chocolate Easter bunny that's two feet tall. I know we haven't even that's hit Valentine's bunny. Day yet. We're already talking about Easter.
1: We well, you've got to buy it now because you need to start eating it. <laughs> because if you start eating it now <laughs> by Easter, that's it'll right. be, you know, halfway gone. Yes. You don't want it to get old. All of the
4: Easter candies coming out, though. I was at Kroger, and yeah. they already have the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup eggs, you guys.
3: Awesome. For Easter?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, yeah. It's Where's off. all the Valentine's Day stuff?
4: It's on the oh, other side, too. Oh. yeah, you. When you go to the seasonal aisle, the front part of it's kind of the Valentine's, and then the Easter stuff is sprinkling. Well, in. it's
3: a big seasonal aisle.
4: Oh yeah. I see why? It's true.
3: Uh but yeah, this uh this giant chocolate Easter bunny is two feet tall and almost four and a half pounds. A mom bought one and posted the footage on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't shop at Costco, so I can't tell you if all of them have them or just this one that she happened to be at. But she claims it's some of the best chocolate she's ever had. Some people online have issues with it, though, and not just because Costco's selling it two plus months before Easter. Uh, Easter is March thirty first this year, by the way. No, their biggest problem is that this thing costs sixty four dollars and it's hollow.
1: Oh, see, now that always pissed me off. Because it was when I was a kid, and I'd get the big bunny and I'd be like so excited only to discover it's hollow. Right. There's yeah. nothing in it. That's I not mean, fair. you can eat a hollow two foot Easter bunny in one sitting. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you now could? if it was okay. solid chocolate, well, uh-huh. in a day, I could do it in a day. Uh huh. Because every time you <laughs> walk by, if you break off a, you know, a three inch by three inch square, that'll go pretty quick.
3: Well, their biggest problem online is that it costs $64, and it's hollow. In fact, the top top comment on TikTok is that that price, I need it, solid chocolate.
1: Yes, agreed. Mm -hmm. $64 is a lot. $64 for a two-foot solid, that would be way cheap. A two-foot tall, I'm the chocolate expert in the room. If the two-foot tall chocolate bunny was solid, that's at least $200. Oh wow! It's got to be. Think I'm gonna. How many pounds that would be? How I'm would you break of it chocolate. off though? Like
4: with the with the being hollow, it's probably easier to break off a piece. Like you're saying, if it was solid, you would probably need some sort a chisel of chisel and a hammer, a utensil. Giant knife. Yeah.
1: yeah.
6: <laughs> I'm looking right now at a, a bag of uh, a 42 ounce bag of Cadbury mini eggs. I I'm a sucker those for things. those. Oh my things. god, those are so good. That is good. two and a half pounds. Oh, more than two and a half pounds, and it's thirty two dollars. Dang. Mm. Mm. And those are solid. Yeah.
3: Wow. Uh, this is kind of wild a lot of people in their 40s are googling how to retire I'm sorry a lot of people in their 30s I'm sorry I misspoke a lot of people in their 30s are googling how to retire at 40
1: (laughs) yeah good luck unless you've already been working at this for a good long time
3: I mean, you know, we talk about the labor shortage and how difficult it is to hire people and all the man. incentives these companies are putting out there to get people to come work for them. They don't want to work at all. Well, I mean, yeah. They want to retire. Yeah. At Forty.
1: And at the well, at the rate I'm going, I mean, the earliest I'm gonna be able to retire is like eighty four. <laughs>
3: oh
1: man. It's like how to retire by the time you're <laughs> <at> eighty. <laughs> we yeah. really gotta That's work what, on that shit. If I want yeah, if I wanna <laughs> retire, yeah, what do I need to do?
3: Yeah, Google Trends recently looked at searches for the phrase how to retire at, and then they put out the data on how people across the country would finish that thought. And, you know, most like most of America would ask Google, how can I retire at 50? That's not that uncommon, or how to retire at 55, depending on your financial situation. But in Colorado, South Dakota, Vermont, and Delaware, a lot of people Googling how to retire at 40. On the flip side, people in Indiana and Tennessee are the realists because they were most likely to Google how to retire at 62 Mm because I think that's the earliest you can take your Social Security benefits. Maybe. Unless that's changed. Does that change? No, I think it's
1: 62.
4: It's
3: 62, but you don't get as much.
1: What What is the max you can collect from Social Security? They put a cap on that, don't they?
6: They do, and I've looked into mm-hmm. it seriously because I've also been Googling these things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I now have an account at the Social Security website. Uh, if I retire or start pulling my social security at sixty two, that's the earliest. If I wait till seventy, it almost triples.
1: Oh wow. It's like somewhere wow. between
6: two and three. But is times. it a
1: livable? I mean, it's it's just gonna be a little it's extra a money. Yeah, yeah. I mean you're not gonna be you're not gonna be able to no way.
6: live off well. It? Oh, totally could. Really?
4: Really?
3: Yeah, because he's moving to Ecuador. (laughs) (laughs) But it's the
4: insurance, though, that gets a lot of people. It's the health insurance part of it. Because I don't think you can get the Medicare. You can retire at 62, but you can't get Medicare until you're 65. Right. Right. And so that's usually what deters people is how expensive it is for health care. Because my mother retired early to help us take care of our daughter and she shopped and shopped insurances and it was so expensive i
3: yeah
4: like that was the biggest hang-up about her leaving the job
3: yeah yeah so there you have it a lot of people in their 30s <laughs> thinking about retiring at 40
1: <laughs> good luck
3: uh what else Yeah, I saw a figure that I, I correct me if I'm wrong. I may have the number wrong, but like thirty something million people receive Social Security outside of the U.S. Thirty-six million. Yeah, there's, an, there's probably a more recent exact number, but yeah, the Social Security Administration reports that uh, you know they send money to or deposit mm-hmm. uh, Social Security benefits to, like, tens of millions of people who live outside the U.S., very possibly because that's all they're living on. And that's, right. And so they move to— they're
1: very cheaply somewhere else. Right.
3: Mhm. Uh, winters in the Midwest have seemed milder in recent years, but they're still terrible. A new poll asked people for their favorite season where they lived, and the most popular answer in the Northeast, Midwest, and West was summer. In the south, spring was number one, and it was a close second to summer out west. But uh, not surprisingly, winter was the least favorite season for everyone, everywhere, especially in the Midwest. Only 8% of Midwesterners said that Midwestern winters are their favorites, mm-hmm. even funny. with the possibility of a white Christmas.
6: Yeah. I'll take snow any day. I hate it when it's just like wet this. and dirty like this. Yeah. Spring is my Me least too. favorite because everything's muddy.
4: And <laughs> blooming. <laughs> That's usually when people have all of the sinus, runny nose, coughing, hacking, sneezing, eye problems.
3: Yeah, we got one of those motion sensor lights over our garage door, and it doesn't even work now because it's solar powered and it's been cloudy for so many days. (laughs) This is
2: the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
3: Hey, Diane, how, how are you? How are you? Hello, Diane.
7: Diane. Hello, how are you? Hi. Sorry.
3: That's Doing okay.
7: Good. How are you? I'm great. At good. work right now, so. Huh? Oh.
3: Fine. How's business?
7: It's been okay, yeah. I work in the banking industry, so. Oh. Cool. Yeah. Well, you guys
3: <laughs> are making some money.
7: Well, we're trying to make other people money. Yeah. With interest rates. So that's <laughs> what I'm like talking CDs about. And stuff like that. So, yeah.
6: yeah. That would be kind of cool to see that those exist again.
3: Yeah, I know. I it's been a long time. a really long time.
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty
3: good. Yes. Yep. So, what would you do with the, what would you invest $1,000 if you won the 1K letter of the day as a banker? What would you invest that $1,000 in?
7: Well,. We're talking about going to Hawaii this year, so I don't know.
3: if oh, well,
1: it or spend it on that. Okay. She might invest it at the craps tables
7: down at the High Rock Casino. Oh my gosh! I yes. got. I
3: thought she was going to like you know try to sell us a three month CD or something.
7: <laughs> well, I could do that too until I go to Hawaii and then spend you know have more money to spend. <gasps> Hawaii so. sounds
4: awesome.
7: <laughs> We've never been, so. Oh yeah, it's beautiful there.
3: Me neither. Yeah, Fritz has been, what, twice, right? (laughs) I've been
4: two times. Uh, I was fortunate enough to have my best friend in high school. Her brother was stationed there. Uh, He was a firefighter at Volcanoes National Park. And so we got to go over there and hang out with him. And then the other Mm -hmm. time we got to go was because John Matarese told everybody about these really inexpensive flights. And my parents booked the trip
3: yeah oh, wow. well, they had, and they had like the tourism people and the governor of Hawaii saying, Please, Please come, come to Hawaii, yeah, yeah especially Maui, oh,
7: wow. yeah so we need nice. your,
1: Maui needs you we need yeah. your tourist, you must I go. think I need
7: it too, so <laughs> <laughs> Maui is calling you.
1: Yeah. Let's get you that
4: $1,000 so you can go to Maui and have a Mai Tai.
3: For sure. That's right. <laughs> so I'm going to open up the envelope here. We're going to see what your letter is. And if you can answer 10 questions in 30 seconds that begin with that letter, you win the $1,000. You can't use the same answer more than once. And the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible. But that's really up to you how you decide to strategize that. Yep. But right. uh, If I can't think of it off the top of my head, I usually just yell out pass. Yes. Then okay. I end up with nine passes, but that's a different story. That's
1: a, whole nother, that's a whole nother
3: deal. That's right. All right, so here it's good news. You got yeah. the
1: letter S. Oh, that is a good news. That, that is a good news.
3: Savings. Notice. Savings. There it it you go.
1: Yes. S, it All right. is. All right.
3: So we got 30 seconds on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question.
1: All right, so here we go right. with the letter S. Name something you take on a tropical vacation. Oh, sunscreen. Something chocolate. Um, pass. Something blue. A shirt. A smoothie ingredient. Strawberry. A sport. Uh, soccer. An adjective. Pass. A store. <laughs> Uh Saxoth Avenue. Something you scratch. Scratch off. Something you catch. Syphilis.
3: Oh. Oh. No. W- once you got Ticholas.
6: going. <laughs> it is. Something with chocolate, Shack a score off. bar.
1: Score oh, bar. score. I remember score. Oh, yeah.
7: yeah. 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 So, uh, on a va- take on vacation. vacation.
1: Swimsuit.
3: Sunglasses. Yeah. Sandals. Sandals. Yeah.
1: Sandals. Singles. Oh, my
4: God. Also, yeah. Tim and I were, uh, <laughs> right. something you scratch. Tim and I both said, your sack.
7: Yeah. We did.
6: We did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're live on it our Facebook too. Live right now. You can see I made a
7: motion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm just mouthing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I know. you did okay. That's it's our first, first time. time so. yeah. 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 I play all the time, you know, listening to you guys, but. Alone in the car. Never had a chance. So. Yep. Well, I'm usually at work, and I'll be doing my work and listening to Q102, so.
1: And you win $1,000 at least three times a week, don't you? I wish. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so you working this weekend? You going out? Staying in town? You laying low? Saturday. What do you got? You gotta work Saturday? It's
7: Saturday I'm off. No, I'm oh, out, You're
3: off Saturday. So. Sweet. Don't know
7: what we're gonna do. So well, well, hey. enjoy.
3: Enjoy the weekend. All
7: right. Thank you guys. You bye.
3: All right, we'll see you.
7: Bye. All right, have a good day. Bye bye. See you,
3: you too. There she goes.
7: Off to enjoy her day.
3: Yep. So the next time you're at a hotel and need to use the iron, mm. might want to give it a quick inspection first. Um, I have used irons in hotels. It's funny; I never use the iron at home. Ever? No,
1: I throw everything in the dryer with a war- with a wet towel. Yeah. I, d- I refuse. That's why I don't wear linen.
3: But <laughs> if I'm on the road, that's
1: why. <laughs> that's one of the many reasons.
3: I, I I don't even like the way linen feels on me. That's
1: no. what I was gonna say. But it, it breathes not because it's scratchy.
4: It breathes. It does. mm Hmm. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um. But, like, I've gone to hotels, and the iron is just filthy. Like, the the metal part of the iron is just, well, the iron part of the iron, I guess, has is, is got some kind of, like, weird sticky residue on it. And Now I know this may be why. A guy who runs a travel blog called God Save the Points says that you should always give the iron in hotel rooms a good once-over, especially if it's in a cheap place that doesn't have in-room microwaves. I heard about this on the hot list a few mm-hmm. days ago.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. Tim actually had this story.
3: Yeah, and it's because more people think, you know, you'd he says it's because more people than you'd think use those irons to actually heat up leftover pizza or other foods. That's crazy.
6: Yeah. Yeah. That has never crossed my mind anytime. Eat cold pizza like a regular person.
3: He yeah. claims it's a popular <laughs> hack among pilots.
4: But I thought I remember seeing people do, like, grilled cheese sandwiches that way, too.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So be even more careful if your hotel is near an airport, because chances are it's being used for that purpose more often.
6: At least look at it and wipe it off before you use
4: it. Well, my question was, wouldn't it smell? Like, when you turn the iron on, wouldn't it smell like
1: something was burning? It was burning. You would think so.
3: It might. But, I mean, you can tell the difference between a a clean iron and one that's been used, you know, that's all greasy or slimy or has got oil on it or some kind of would hope so. sticky residue or some yeah. kind of food that's caked onto it or burnt onto it. Yeah. yeah. So just uh, like, like she said, take a good look at it or like Tim said, take a good look at it before you use it on your nice white shirt mm. or maybe test it on. Yeah, yeah, test it on one of the hotel towels first. Yeah. See how that goes. You're right,
6: Jeff. Though I think the only time I can think in my mind that Chris and I ironed anything was on some
1: sort of trip.
3: Yeah, because you stuffed it in your carry on, and And then it comes out all.
1: Wedding. Yep.
3: I tried to fold it as nicely as I could, but still, I got the creases. And I don't buy clothes that wrinkle.
4: We always just hang it in the in the bathroom with like the steam. That's another thing you can do. That's another trick. Take a shower. You just hang it in there, and it just falls.
1: Run the shower hot. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
3: Well, when Patty Marshall walks <laughs> into the studio
1: and strikes a pose, she's striking a pose. I was waiting.
3: What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought you had something pressing. Like, yeah, like had something I thought you had breaking pressing. news. I or,
8: came in to check out the scent, but instead I was assaulted by Lysol. Uh, so, right, oh. you know.
3: Okay, so the reason the boss, the reason the program director of Q102 came into the studio <laughs> while we were on the air is because we complained this morning on our Facebook Live oh video God. that the studio <laughs> smells like onions, which it does. I can't smell it. It's
1: I, probably
8: not
3: Well,
4: before- it's
8: impossible to smell at this point because it's been beat to death by Lysol. Whatever you're
6: wearing <laughs> smells nice.
8: Well, I'm surprised you can smell me over the <laughs> disinfectant.
4: Well, we just, that's our typical cleaning. But it, I um, will tell you, when I walked in, I was like, oh my God, it smells like BO in here. And then I'm like it's onions and well, then I, I checked the garbage and nothing was in here so i just assumed somebody I was going to say do i need to something. kill someone for leaving that in the garbage no, no, no. but i guess not i but- think that, no 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 <laughs> I, either if they did leave it whomever <laughs> took the trash out it's gone with that but I didn't really. Jen's usually the one that's like the Lysol police, and she oh. didn't say anything. So I was like, okay, well I guess it's fine.
1: Yeah, because that those chemical scents make she me. She hates d- it. I, I
4: hate it too. I yeah. cannot. I, I cannot. can't stand it. So I that's it's so toxic. We always try. I it's I so always toxic. clean, yes. and Jeff always Beach. cleans before. Yep. <laughs> you guys get here. Like, every day I come in and spray and wipe everything down. Well,
8: flu A has been in the building, yeah. so I think it's really smart that we, you know, pay attention to things, and I mm-hmm. literally had no idea you were going to stop what you're doing to
4: discuss my presence. <laughs> well, these are the things that are on our minds this morning. I know. Yeah, I we're
3: know. very stream of thought here, and yeah. I think I'm feeling a tickle coming
1: yeah. up. Yeah? Are you
8: really? A little,
3: a little something. Okay. I, I got a
1: dry throat. Listen, yeah. You don't want dry. to get that so,
8: Is this the onion flu?
1: Is that what this <laughs>
3: is? <Yeah.
7: laughs>
1: <laughs> what 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 is, how bad is, is flu A the worst one right now? Is I it, have the foggiest idea. I don't know uh, no, I know it's in the building, though. Oh, is yeah. it? Yes, yeah, so we got people out sick with it. So.
8: Well, and oh.
4: there was a little stomach situation I heard, too, going through the sales department as oh, really? well. Yeah,
8: Astonic I know. Itch.
4: I had a couple yeah. meetings. Or, or
3: is sense. that the flu A? Oh, it could be. That's what I'm wondering.
4: Could be. Hmm. Hmm. I
3: don't know. Okay.
4: Anyways, you smell lovely, and thanks for coming to check things out. <laughs>
8: Well, you know, I
4: got to worry about you guys. You know those kids in the
8: afternoon. They they wanted to play musical onions. So yeah. you know, here we are. She We're... had
3: <laughs> dreams of running a radio station someday, and here she is policing odors.
1: I know this oh, poor well. woman has had to deal with more vegetable issues than anybody, than any person. Oh, yeah. oh you
3: had to bring no, that. No, who who heated up broccoli <laughs> in the microwave?
4: I mean, honestly, I don't. Yep. Be, yeah, it's because of you. I don't even eat here anymore. <laughs>
3: i <I'm> just <kidding. laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I'm kidding. For those She's who the smell cop.
8: For those who don't know, this is Fridge cooking broccoli in the Ten microwave. Years Ten, Ten years ago. Years ago, <laughs> ago. Which I would never bring up again, but for some reason is well, haunting Well, you know me. what?
4: Though Somebody has put signs on the microwaves here, though, about making I popcorn. can't imagine who that would have been. Was it you? I about popcorn cooking? Me? <laughs>
3: Yeah, I why popcorn? Imagine. You don't like this. I love the smell of popcorn. I
8: think, but not yeah. when, when, it burns. Burns. Oh, when it burns. When it burns, it's not a it's a, good
4: a problem. Thing. Yeah, and there's a fish problem too. I was told that someone yeah. down the hall was doing some like to cook fish, some uh, fish yeah. issues. Yes, nothing yeah.
6: better than cooked microwave fish, right? Yeah,
4: on top I, of you bur- know, we can't be the only office that deals
8: with this. Oh, I mean, God, this has no. got to be a <laughs> thing out there in the free
4: free world. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, for sure.
3: Well, I got a pink song I got to play so the folks
2: can tap tap that that track. track. Yeah,
3: you know it, baby.
2: (laughs) This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. All right, gang, say hi to our newest Best Friends Club member.
3: This is Lauren Walsh of Cleves, everybody. Hey, Lauren. Hi, Lauren.
0: Hi, Lauren. Hi. Hi. Hello.
3: How are you? Which dental office do you work at in Hyde Park? You work for my dentist?
0: No, we are right next to the park side that they just put in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yes, right. right next yeah. door.
4: He just had us name a food place, and we were in.
3: Yeah, there you go. Cat.
4: Magically,
0: I know.
3: <laughs> right, Lauren has a two-year-old golden named Kevin. I think that's amazing. Animals with human He's names. Three now, top tier. He's yes. Just turned three Monday.
0: Yes, but I love the the people names.
3: And not named after any specific Kevin. You just love people yeah. names for dogs, huh? Yeah. And so, when you're angry with him, do you say Kevin?
0: <laughs> kevin, God. a lot of people think that i have a third child because Aww. i'll say oh yeah. oh yeah well kevin did this and they're like oh that's, that's, that's awesome random. That's
3: funny. yeah
4: well we can't come because kevin's sick
3: right yeah <laughs> do you have other uh do you have human children
0: i do i have an eight-year-old daughter and a five-year-old son All
3: right.
4: i do have a quick question for you about cleave's um, I was telling Jeff and Tim about the uh, Roy Rogers that is open there. Have you been to the Roy Rogers in Cleves yet?
0: We went one time. Yeah, how is enough. it? <laughs> not for me. <laughs> but...
6: That's every review I've heard so far. Really?
0: <laughs> yeah. What is it? What, what, I
6: mean,
4: what's what everybody eating, eating there? Yeah, I
3: don't the, know. You don't like the burgers? You don't like the chicken? What it's is got it? Such a following. I, I I don't know. I just I it's I, it's something
0: that it just it. Not for me. Okay, got there it. you
6: go. Let's ask you this. How often do you go to T-Daddy's?
4: <laughs>
7: <laughs> do you know where T-Daddy's is? I've
4: only been through there once as well. Oh, my oh. God. Tim and I as well. We got our Scratchers, our 40 of oldie, and some cold hot <laughs> some cold hot damn. Yeah,
3: like you live in Cleves, but I don't feel like you're getting the full Cleves experience.
7: Lauren. I know. We should uh, come visit. No. No,
3: I like to leave a lot. <laughs>
7: I do not.
0: That's do you funny. drive the gravedigger in Gravel Rama? <laughs> <laughs> no. Thankfully. <laughs> I'm oh, not, I don't well, participate in that either.
3: <laughs> that's funny. we're happy to have you in the club, nevertheless.
0: Yes. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome thank you, to guys. The party. You guys yeah. are wonderful.
3: Thank you. And we appreciate you very much. So, if you are a Jeff and Jen super fan, you can join the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club. We want to recognize you for being. Uh, One of our biggest supporters, you can sign up now, WKRQ.com. And each day we select our best friend member of the day. Mm -hmm. And,
1: uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun.
3: Got the new Justin Timberlake. Fritz really liked it.
1: Yeah, made her cry.
3: Made her cry. So (laughs) we're going to play
2: it for coming up in the next half hour. Thanks for listening